You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Coop, here we go. Three, two, one. Did Shime give you the open? Coop's filling in today. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Did Shime not give you an open to the show? Oh, he did give me the open. I wasn't sure to put, put that in pre or post. Okay, let you keep post. the keep this. No, keep this all in. We do it all. Let's we keep this all in, but we'll do it again. So when I say three, two, one, when I count it down, we're gonna do Coop learns how to produce the podcast on the fly. <laughs> you play the open, and we get right in. We'll keep this all this in. All right, Coop, here we go. Three, two, one. Let me get that. Hold on. I, I am, I'm in the Rossi fold. <laughs> this is great. This is this is behind the scenes, how the sausage yes. gets made. Yeah, absolutely. This is what the people want. This is this is the Bradford, uh, the difference there. Oh, this is the Bradford experience. Yeah. Poor Coop's got to work with Bradford. <laughs> this is much easier. This is much easier. It's fun. I can tell you that. Both are fun, but they're they're different. <laughs> it's like when you have children, you can't pick out your favorite child. Well, sometimes they're favorites. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting, I get paragraphs from him, so I got to. That's okay. See, folks, this is all on Chris Sean. Like, I can't start the show till the open. This is all going to stay in, but I can't, I can't start the show till we have the open. I can't. It's like a cup of coffee in the morning. I got to hear the open. I got to hear the. It's going to worth, the payoff's worth it, folks. The payoff is going to be definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. All right, here you go. Here, you ready? Okay. All right. Well, now we'll really do it. Here, all right, here, here we go, Coop. Three, two, one. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is great. This is great. All right, pretend, pretend open airs. I got like 10 minutes because I got to go to Fenway Park. So that's the beginning. That's Coop who's filling in for Shime uh, for the next couple days. You guys know Coop as the producer, super producer of the Bradfoe Show podcast. Does an awesome job with uh, not only audio stuff, but great video, great promotions. Does a great job. We're not going to bother Coop much during this podcast. This will be a very easy podcast for people. Uh, it is a short podcast because Shime has uh, been sent away to production camp. Uh, Greg Hill does not like the way he's been producing the show, so he's been sent away. Uh, so we're going to be very quick on this and tell you that Thursday Night Football tonight, uh, we have the Dolphins and the Bengals. We talked about this game yesterday quite a bit, myself and Shime. Go back and listen uh, for all the details there. Uh, Bengals were four-point favorite start the week. It stated four. It is now three-and-a-half Cincinnati on the news that Tua is probably going to play. Uh, there was some video that surfaced yesterday from Barstool. They were able to sneak into the uh, Cincinnati University uh, Stadium where the Dolphins were working out. Tua practiced. Waddle was out there. Tyree Kill is out there. And so the questions about Tua playing, those are all gone. Uh, so the line has gone from four down to three and a half. I know for sure Shime is all over the Dolphins. He loves the Dolphins in this game at getting three and a half points on the road. Uh, I was on the other side of this game at four, but I didn't like the number. I can be much more interested at, at three and a half. I really do think that this is a good buy low spot uh, for Cincinnati this week. Uh, they're coming off uh, an opportunity to finally get themselves right. And the public agrees, at least right now, as of this morning, 1028 Eastern time, as we get this thing going. 
Um, the Bengals are getting bet, and they're getting bet heavy. 51% of the bets, but 80% of the money has come in, according to the Action Network, on the Bengals. 49% of the bets, but only 20% of the money is coming in on Miami. So I, I am certainly with the public on this. Um, I, I, I can't really tell from uh, a lot of the betting uh, markets looking at today just how sharp some of this money is. Thursday Night Football is not a game that a lot of uh, sharps get involved in. Uh, it's a weird game to do. You get a lot of unders in this game. But some of the signals that I'm seeing again from the Action Network say that the sharp action, the big money, and a lot of the experts are coming in on Cincinnati tonight. I can't give you that as a pick because I I, I know I'm, I'm not going to play it for real money tonight. I know Shime is playing it for real money. He loves the Dolphins. That's his official pick on the podcast. Uh, I can tell you also for sure that it's not my uh, pick because I can't give it out. Uh, I'd be leaning Bengals in this thing, leaning three and a half. Specifically, short week Miami, some injury questions for their offensive talent, and then on top of that, uh, the, the, not only the short week for Miami, they played so many defensive snaps in that game. And you're not going to find any of that in the analytics or the breakdown. But when you have to play that much defense in that heat against Buffalo, I think it's got to be some after effect. As good as Miami is, it's not that I don't believe in Miami. They're certainly good. They're better than your Patriots in the division. But gun to my head, my lean today would be on Cincinnati as a pick. And I would be on the under uh, in this game as well. Primetime unders have been uh, pretty massive. This thing right now currently sits at 43 and a half. Uh, in most places, uh, the Thursday night unders, the Monday night unders, those have all been uh, really nice plays this year. Uh, looking at this now, actually looking at 48.5, looking at a lot of the money coming in uh, on the under right now. So uh, under looks like the sharp play tonight. Bengals look like the public play and the sharp play. I'll be on Cincinnati. Uh, I, again, not an official pick for me, uh, but Shime is definitely on Miami tonight getting 3.5 points. My only play, and I'll, I'll give it out because I, I did play it already, is a very small uh, pizza money, same game parlay, Bengals money line, Joe Mixon touchdown, and under 22.5 points in the first half of this game. So the idea that Thursday night game, they play slow. Miami coming off the long uh, effort there. They came in a day early because of the bad weather there and the hurricane in Miami. So I have a very, very, very small same game parlay. I get the impression, uh, although he is driving to producing camp, Chris Scheim is much more invested in this game than I will be tonight. He'll be in the Dolphins plus three and a half, and we'll tweet out his prop picks as well at BetQL Boston on Twitter. BetQL Boston on Twitter. The one other thing I did want to mention, we'll do full picks tomorrow, myself and Scheim, uh, and a special guest, Jack Fritz, WIP, out of Philadelphia on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles uh, on a football Friday. We'll do all the picks, all the props. Uh, no, no show Saturday this week, but we'll do everything on Friday. I, I get this question ten times a week either on social media or in person over at Fenway Park. And that is, when are we going to have legalized sports betting in Massachusetts? By now, people know it's been uh, voted in. It's going to happen. It's a matter of when. A lot of people want this thing to happen this year. And we got more evidence this week that it's not going to happen until early 2023 and maybe even now later than we thought. And I say that because what we're dealing with right now, and this is boring, so I'll try to make it as quick as possible and as simple as possible. When they wrote the betting bill for Massachusetts, what they did was grant 15 licenses, 15 official licenses. They never specified how many temporary licenses they would give out. So they're in this weird spot now where some people want to give out like 30 or 40 temporary licenses in general and then pick the best 15 next year, a year from now, and let those stay and stay open and operating in the state and close, say, the other you know, if it's, if it's, let's say it's 30, close the other 15 quote-unquote temporary licenses. The issue there, of course, is 
let's use this as just for an example, PointsBet, which is a sports betting company. Let's say you sign up at PointsBet. They're granted a temporary license. You bet with them. You got money in your account. You have future wages with them. At least theoretically, they might close PointsBet in Massachusetts a year from now. So it is ridiculous for them to even be talking about this because they wrote the bill wrong. They got the wording wrong in the bill. There, it's at least on the table because there are some at the state house level that think the only way to fix this is waiting until January when they go back in. Right now, this is, which is a crazy side topic, the lawmakers had the rest of the year off. They're in recess until January 2nd. So they're not even working right now, which is crazy to think that they can't be bothered to work for a couple months here at the end of the year. But they're on recess till the end of the year. So if they go by this and they set up this rule where they have to go back and change the law, but they have to do it in session, they may have to wait until January to really nail this thing down. So it's another layer to all this. Now, that, that this is an extreme scenario. The expectation is they can figure out a way to work through this without granting a million temporary licenses. But at least know that in this state, folks, everything takes forever. I grew up here. I've lived here for you know, uh, 38 of my 42 years outside of going to Connecticut for four years and going to college. This is where I've lived, all right? I know how this state works. It is red tape everywhere, whether you want to legalize marijuana, whether you want to legalize sports betting. Things take time. Things take forever in this state. And now, I mean, some of the headlines looking at yesterday, uh, uh, Massachusetts betting uh, hits a snafu. You know, legalese may slow down legalized sports betting in Massachusetts. They messed up the wording on the bill. And so instead of people, instead of replying to everybody when people ask how long this is going to take, how long you think it's going to take, it's going to take longer because they messed up some wording here. So uh, if, you're, if you're thinking about betting sports in Massachusetts, legally, it's probably going to be early 2023 at the earliest. And so keep your accounts open everywhere else. Keep driving to New Hampshire. Keep going to Connecticut. And use this time to save up money. Because once they do launch and these 15 books go live, the promos are going to be insane. You're going to want to have cash on hand to take advantage of what's going to be ridiculous sign-up bonuses, especially if they get it done for the Super Bowl. Because that will be promo central between DraftKings and FanDuel and Barstool. They're going to be giving away free money. And you're going to want to have some money squirreled away. So it's not like, oh, geez, I, I want to put X amount of dollars in these 15 books and take advantage. You're going to want to have that money ready to go. So it sounds stupid. It sounds like advice you'd get from like, uh, like a home ec teacher, like an investing teacher in high school. Like, oh, save up money. Why, why is my talking about saving money? Because it's free money there in the end. When we do go live, the promos are going to be insane. There'll be 15 books vying for your business. They're going to want you to sign up with them. So you know what they're going to do? Give you free money. So people have been asking about the timetable. They've been having these weekly meetings, the Mass Gaming Commission. And just know that it is not any earlier than we thought. Thanksgiving is not going to happen. It is going to be NFL playoffs. And in all likelihood, it is going to be early 2023. Uh, we have a lot of football to cover tomorrow. We'll recap Thursday Night Football. We'll get myself and Shime going back and forth on picks and props. Jack Fritz, WIP, will join us as well. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, we ask you to subscribe, rate, and review uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Spotify, on the Odyssey app as well. Uh, Coop, will we have the open tomorrow? Will the open play in the show tomorrow? We open tease that for Friday's show. The open will be there. I have it right now if you want to open at the end. No, 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 no. We can't go. An open at the end? Open at the end. It's like an open-faced right. sandwich. 
Okay, so let's do this. I, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, but when I on the countdown, we'll play the open at the end. Can we do this, Coop? Can we make I've this got happen? You. I, I'm making this promise to you. Coop, it was a great show. Let's end the show in three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski.